Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Hmm? Glad to be back on this glorious uh, fall Friday eve- uh, afternoon, uh, 11.30, late morning. I've been messing around with this thing for like 25 minutes. Uh, like I said, last week I got the new microphone and shit and... Ah, technical difficulties. This is why I don't really like doing this shit. Because <laughs> when stuff doesn't work, I just want to break it. But anyway, as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you listen, watch, take in my podcast. I appreciate it. So tell a friend, enemy, coworker, tell somebody about the podcast. Um, and I'll jump right in. For those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son whose name was Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. Um, my son doesn't really, I can't say he doesn't talk a lot. He just, it's in spurts. There's times where he just doesn't say shit, and then there's times where are like, all right, man, he is just fire hosing me right now. But he's typically pretty chatty in the morning. Um, but uh, so the other day, he's nine, and uh, we were talking in the car on the way to school, and he goes, you know what's what, it's out the blue. He goes, you know what's one of the hardest things to do, Daddy? I was like, what? He goes, just be honest with people. He's like, it's hard to be honest, because people say they want you to be honest, but then they get upset. I was like, that's very true. At nine years old, he already sees that shit. I already sees it. People swear they want honesty. You know, everybody nowadays walks around with a, a, a T-shirt or a hoodie, something that, that says something to the effect of, like, I'm going to be me 100% unapologetic, uh, unapologetically. I can't even say unapologetically. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just being themselves 100%. But also... A lot of people are asking for apologies. It's a weird, um, is the dichotomy the word? It's just a weird thing where everybody's just being themselves unapologetically, but also, hey, you need to apologize to me. Why? They're being themselves just like you are. Why should anybody apologize to anybody? And we're all just being ourselves. We should just respect that, right? It's just weird, man. Nobody really wants that. No one, nobody wants the fucking truth. You want to hear? We want to hear the truth about other people, but not ourselves. Let's let's be honest, man. Right? Let's just be honest. Um, speaking of being honest, I, I I got some pet peeves. I got to get off my chest. All right. Do y'all hate this shit when you go to a deli at the grocery store and you stand there for like two three minutes, and they'll go, "Oh, do you need something?" I want to be like, no, I'm just fucking standing here watching you make $7 an hour. Of course I want something. Why the fuck do you think I'm standing here? You see me here every week getting shit. We, I'm, 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 not that old, I'm not that old yet where I just want to come hang out and talk to you about the deli or your kids. Because I've seen that. Oh, Frank, hey, how's the kid? Oh, the spelling test oh, went well. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Okay? I'm not that old. I, I talk to cashiers now. I'm at the age where I can, I'm can. i nice to cashiers. And you got a cashier, you and them got a thing. 
not a thing thing, but you know what I mean. Y'all got a y'all got like a running joke or something you guys talk about. I kind of got that with a few cashiers. Uh, a couple of the uh I think managers or something I, I'll speak to, but I'm not I'm not old enough to uh, you know, uh be having conversations with deli people. I'm not in my seventies. Okay. But you see me every week. And I get it, I get it too. I used to work at a deli. But my thing was I used to want to get people in and out. It's just like, what do you think is gonna happen? Like, I'm just gonna say, fuck it. You still got shit to do. I actually enjoyed that job. It was a mindless job. What do you want? Half a pound of this. Cool. Slice that shit. Put it in the bag. Boom. There you go. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I can still remember. I don't re- I don't remember her face per se. Like, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. But I do remember the look on her face. The first customer I ever served when I worked at the Wegmans Deli. It was like a half. It was like a pound of half pound of, of, of uh, like uh, Virginia ham or some shit. And it was just, I was so nervous. And I remember like packing it all up, putting it in the thing, putting the sticker on there and handing it to her. And she looked at me like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's how bad I was at that job in the beginning. I mean, that I, I sliced meat wrong. She looked at me like, Ugh, I don't even want this. So I don't I don't even remember what I did wrong exactly, but it just didn't look good in the bag. I think all the pieces were probably like uh, turned different ways, and it was a weird. Um, it just didn't it just didn't look like a, a professional did it. it. You know what? It looked like an eighteen year old kid who was going to be joining the military in three months, and didn't really give a shit about that job anymore. That's what it actually. <laughs> I did like the job though. I actually enjoyed that. Uh, I did. I think that's when I kind of realized, like, I kind of think I like uh, this culinary thing. But, uh, yeah, man, fucking deli. And here's my other pet peeve. I got a couple. And I put some on um, social media about this already. If you're a mechanic, if you work at a fucking Dun Tire, Pet Boys, Whatever it is, I get it. You have people that come in there and they are car people. They know all the shit. They know uh, everything about their car. Most people don't give a shit about their car. All right, they like how it looks, but we don't really care about under the hood. It's a V6 or is it the S? I don't know, man. I know All I know is I like this Maxima. I could afford it and I bought it. I don't know anything else about it. I don't know my fucking tire size. That's a that's that's something, man. I learned quickly. I was like, man, these motherfuckers will try to emasculate you in a in a in a car repair shop. Like you go in, you twenty three tire size. I don't even know what that means. They make you. You don't know your tire size. What the? Like they they ask you. You they ask you if you know your tire. Like you don't know your tire size. Like how do you even function? throughout the day like how did you get here like it's impossible to live your day without n- knowing offhand the size of your tires and the thing i work with a lot of dudes in the military who could just rattle off their tire size not me okay 90 percent of us don't give a shit all right i find out about 
my car after I take it in the first time. Is it a, is it a V6? Was it a, is it a 3.5 liter? Is it this? I don't know. What well, what is it? It's a it was a Maxima SL uh 2005 they look at it oh okay you got this one or that one i got that one okay you got the v6 with the 3.5 liter and look people i don't even know if that's if any of this makes sense i'm just making numbers up okay so i don't need fucking car people i'm saying this like i got ten thousand listeners like all of a sudden people are going to start emailing me like what the fuck a 3.5 isn't a v6 i got like nine listeners so no one's going to do that i'm just saying we don't care about our cars for the most part. <laughs> All right? Just like most people in relationships, they don't really care. When you first meet somebody, you don't really care about the inside. You just know, hey, this this looks nice. I want to drive in it. I want people to see me in it. I just want to be inside this motherfucker. That's it. I'll learn about all the other shit later. Just let me just let me get in. Um yeah. So don't don't yell at me. You don't know your tire. Don't call back to the garage laughing. All right. I, I, I don't know my tire size. You know, I, I, I don't know the size of the engine. I know none of that stuff. All right. But they do think they're slick though, because you they'll try to like sell you some Z rated tires. And it's like, hey man, this is a uh this is a minivan. It's like I'm not gonna be taking corners at 80 miles an hour to get to fucking soccer practice no don't don't try to sell me some wild shit i remember when i had my uh what the fuck was it? i had a mazda 626 oh yeah you gotta get these tires man right here these r-rated tires man they're about uh let's see they're about uh 350 nope i just need some basic tires and look we don't need to see your face of disappointment either when we don't want the z-rated tires or whatever the High rated. We don't. I don't want to see your disappointment. I'm a regular dude. I do regular driving. It's a lot, but it's just regular driving. Give me regular driving. Highway tires. That's it. All right. That's what they do. Oh, we got these. These are a million dollars a piece. Oh, we I got on the lower end. Oh, we got these. Uh... <laughs> and this is what they really fucking do to you. God forbid you got a fucking car seat in there because they, they do that shit too. They'll play on your fears of your kid. Oh, what other tires you got? Oh, we got these other tires. They're like $80 a piece. Well, what brand is it? Oh, this brand is called, uh, I don't give a shit about my family and I hope my kids die in a fiery uh, car crash or ejected from the front window uh, tires. That's the name of the company. So really the company's name is that long. Yep, that's what they're that's what they're called. I'm a neglectful dad brand. That's what they're called. I'm a cheapskate piece of shit who doesn't care about tires. That's that's the brand of that tire. And you know what? I'm like, hey, give me give me those. Give me those. Give me the I don't give a fuck about my family tires. They're only seventy dollars a piece. That's so wild, man. If you if you just do what they want to do, these motherfuckers will put Five hundred dollar tires on the worst car, knowing they got some sixty dollar shit to sell. They would they would <laughs> gladly sell you a two thousand dollar set of tires when they know you could have got it got out of there for four hundred. That's that's the lick. <laughs> 
with the deli and the fucking the the car shop car shop repair. God, I used to feel so intimidated. They used to get me at first because I didn't want to feel like less of a man. And after a while, I was just like, nah, man, I don't need that shit. Okay. And one more thing too, mechanics. If I come in there for one thing, just look at that shit. I don't need to. Hey, man, you need a new Johnson rod. Well, I'll worry about that shit later. Right now, I'm just getting the oil changed. It's, it'll be okay. It'll be completely fine. And no, I just didn't get fucked over. I was just thinking about it. It's just, it's just uh, the, the upsell, the uh, plan on uh, the male ego. It's just, it's just fun, man. So it's a lot of fun. Ugh. Fucking cars. I got to get my wife's shit fixed, man. Fucking goddamn heat. God damn it. It's always something. You know, when you're a kid, you always want a car. You want all this shit and you get it and you go, man, it's just, it just costs you too much money. <laughs> Everything costs. That's what I try to tell Miles, man. Every, nothing is free, man. Everything's going to cost you. And he does this thing where he'll go, why does this, why does we go at the store? Why is, why do these things cost so much? If this, if this is my store, nothing would be over a nickel. And I would go, man, you would be out of business so fast. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's just so funny just to see this little kid with this innocent worldview and like, well, if things are too expensive for people, just, just make it cheaper. It's like, man, I really wish it was that simple. But then again, it, is it that simple? Could it could it really be that simple? Is it that we uh we created this this tangled web and this very fragile uh Jenga tower that we call a society that could collapse at any moment? I don't know. I just feel like, oh, I don't know, man. I'm not smart enough, but I, I think that's where they they want us. It's just so complicated. You're like, fuck it, I right, just just do what y'all want to do. Just leave me alone. <laughs> just leave me alone. I think I think that's what they do, man. <laughs> it's just so it's just so much bullshit. Yeah, fuck it, just do what you want. And then all these government officials was like, "Cool, this is exactly what we wanted in any way." But I'm a uh, so I, I'm trying not to stay away from this shit. But I got five minutes left, and I figured I'll just address it. So I'm I was talking to a, a good friend of mine. Uh, not you, Mike. Somebody else. I know. I know. My buddy Mike thinks it's, it's not him. Um, long story short, we're talking politics, and we get into Candace Owen, Haas twins, talking all this kind of stuff. And he asked uh, what I feel. It's a fair question. It's it can be a tough question, but it's a fair question. I know a lot of people probably would have shut this down, but I was like, you know what? It's my opportunity to have this conversation, and we did. So. He asked me, and I told him why a lot of black people don't really fuck with them. He goes, well, let me ask you this. He goes, you might hate me, <laughs> but he goes, um, do you think a lot of people, black people don't like them because there's some truth to what they're saying and the truth hurts? To which I replied, let me ask you this. Because a lot of times, people like to say that. They say a lot of negative shit about black people. They always talk about these black-on-black crime statistics, all the shit. And they go, hey, these are just facts. You know, you just can't face the truth. It's just it's hurtful. So people have this thing of like, well, if it hurts their feelings, it's just true then when it comes to black people and, and talking about uh, social status and where we are, all that kind of stuff. 
I go, let me ask you this. Do you think things like white privilege and white and white supremacy and white fragility, since that's not received well, do you think that there's some truth to that? I mean, since 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 we we're going this this line of logic, why why cannot why can that not be true as well? But I replied to him, the thing is, black people, we know where we are in um our community is. We know where our, our shortcomings are and, and where we need to improve or not even improve where people are struggling. So I, I guess it's the same, but it, it's, it's need to improve sounds, a, a, I don't know, not loaded, but it just sounds weird. We know where our shortcomings are. We know that we know that the, the parts of our community that are hurting that really need help. We hear about this shit every fucking day. People always tell us, OK, how, how great we are not. We already know. So that's not really hurting us, per se. What hurts is, is when you have a person that looks like us exploit that to make other people feel good about their negative thoughts about us. That's all that is. So if I do have listeners that would like to write in or comment on this, y'all can email me at negropleaseradio at gmail.com. I said at like it's a fucking... um, handle negro please radio at gmail.com is there any is there any truth to what i'm asking is that why white when, when white privilege and power and um fragility is brought up it is it is not received well at all people get very really upset about that so is it because there is truth to it i think it's a fair question i felt like uh, his question was a fair question. A lot of people would shut down at that question and, and get upset, but I, I'm I'm not going to. Yeah, it, it, they haven't said anything. We we haven't said amongst ourselves, or people haven't said to us. It's just how it's used. That's all. Um, I'm getting ready to record my uh, crowd work special in a couple of weeks, November 19th, 8.30 at the Southern here in Charlottesville. I'm super excited. I'm actually getting ready to go down, go downtown to meet my buddy Glenn Lawrence right now, who's filming it for me so he can take a look at the venue. And, you know, we're going to figure out where we're going to put the cameras and all this kind of stuff. So I'm pretty excited. I got to be honest, I've been really uh, down about my comedy career lately. Like I figure like I don't I don't know what the fuck I want to do. You know, I feel like it's a very dangerous position to be in. I don't because I don't want to lose any like um, steam as far as motivation goes, because it's it's very easy to do, especially after sitting around for like the last year and a half. You know, um, not getting up as much. I, I just um, it's kind of scary. The album is out. You know, I, I kind of got nothing. I mean, I, I'm working on stuff, but it's just like. What do I, what I want to do, man? Do I want to be silly? Do I want to be introspective? Do I want to sit down on the stool, do some Mark Maron shit? Do I want to tell longer stories? Do I, you know, do I want to go for the ha 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 knee slapping? Do I want to be wild and crazy talking about conspiracy theories? Or do I really want to be more introspective and, and talk about the shit that's really like bothering me personally? Uh, like, like um, not any social stuff or, or pause. I'm talking about like as far as like personal growth and shit that I'm learning about myself. I feel like there's a lot there, but I just don't. I 
I feel like I have a lot to talk about as far as that stuff goes, but I stand up is it's it's just not funny. <laughs> I, I want to figure how can I how can I do this? There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about about my marriage stuff that I realized about um the similarities that my son has, you know, the therapy stuff, you know, just recognizing all these these commonalities between him and I, these connections that and uh realizations and um epiphanies I've had over the last year. You know, how, how what can I work that into? What can I work that into? That's that's where I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck. I'm trying to figure it out. And then I just don't want to get too overwhelmed to where I basically lock up and don't get much of anything done. So, and plus two, man, I kind of feel like it's time for me to move on from Charlesville, man. It's been cool, man, but I, I just feel kind of stifled here. I don't know what it is. Maybe I did get used to moving every four or five years. And it's, if we get into that point where like typically we would have moved, which is uh, something else. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. There's so many different ways. I, I feel like that's why I do. I, I got my hands on so many different things. I, I do this, which can be a gambit of like super serious. It could be I could be fucking angry on here. I can. I could be silly at times. Um, that's but that's why I do my, my show with Winston and and host battle and I try to do these different things because I, I I really trying to figure out what what my niche is. Um. But uh, you know what? I just got to have fun in that. I just got to have fun in, in that, explore, and just and try to uh, be more positive. You know, people say, hey, man, you just got to make a choice to be happy. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that means or how to do that. I don't know. I'm at a weird place where, like, if I see people enjoying their lives, I'm like, what the fuck do you have to be happy about? <sighs> I feel like Sarah Connor. <laughs> and 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 uh, Terminator, you know, like I don't was it the I can't remember which one it was. I think it might have been the first one. Where like um, was it the first one? I can't remember which one. Which one doesn't matter. But she's like in the car and they're driving around and she's just watching people live their day to day lives and shit on the swings or playing with their kids, going to work. And she was like, these people have no fucking idea what's going to happen like it's going to be a nuclear war like how can they just be on the swings right now like when i see people happy i come like what the fuck are they happy about something bad is going to happen to them <laughs> that's how much of a curmudgeon and a cunt i am i get mad when i see people enjoying themselves and that's what i know i was like i gotta get back to therapy because i'm becoming a bitter cunt again <laughs> but all right um and i went to my first session wednesday and it was very helpful but, okay, there's a show. That's the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure you guys follow me on all things social media at Chris Allen Comedy. Um, subscribe to the YouTube page, and I'll see you around. Peace.